Time to take Extreme Ownership Tribe. Today we're gonna go deep into mindset and motivation and really talk about what it means to take ownership of your life. There's never been a better time to do it. Now is the moment that you've been waiting for. We're also gonna do a live Q&A, all that and more coming up right after this cute little bumper. Hey everyone, in case we haven't met, my name's Rad Burmeister. I am the co-founder of Unity Gym, uh, along with my brother Yanni. We're both the co-founders of Unity Gym and the UMS, the Unified Movement System, where we turn driven people into superhumans. And the way that we do that is that we've created a really unique program that has a perfect balance between strength and flexibility in every single workout. If you want to know how we do it, grab one of our free blueprints and uh, yeah, find out for yourself. Here we are today, talking Here we motivation. Are. Here we are talking about extreme And I'm playing ownership. around here for the first time. I've done a watch party because we can now share this stuff to our, so, our personal pages. I want to know if, uh, if I've done it properly. I think Simon's watching with me, Simon Morgan. Um, so That's yeah. what you saw us both just race off and do. Uh, we, re we remembered that we've made this content public now. So you've still got to apply for the group and you've got to be approved for the group. But uh, you can share stuff here with your friends and family if you think they will benefit from it. We thought that this is a good time to do that because there are people out there who are getting a lot from our daily live streams. So uh, today, you know, Rad and I were... were sort of um, discussing what we wanted to talk about today, uh, the key point. And uh, off the back of, uh, we've had a lot of our, our tribe uh, dive on the UMS 30 day challenge. The first, I guess the first soft entry foot in the uh, door to that was our daily live stream workouts. And we've got quite a few people doing those with us every day now from around the world, we, we literally from around the world. I got everyone to um, sort of give us a shout out with uh, where they're watching from this morning. And there's people in Crete, there's people in South America, in Rio de Janeiro, there's people in Europe, in Poland, in Scotland. Switzerland, in Scotland, in the America, USA, UK. you know, all over the place, the UK. Across uh, the road. Across the street, uh, Erica, and uh, lots of our tribe members around here in Sydney as well, scattered all over the place, uh, which was really, really cool, you know, and, and um, we just uh, thought of thought what what can we do to give the most amount of value? Now, we've all been in this for a little while. Uh, if you're over in China, it's been more than two months now. If you're here in Australia, we're starting to see the real front end of it. But we're you know a, a couple of weeks into our sort of forced lockdown. Uh, businesses have been closed now for two weeks. At least ours have. A lot of the uh, uh, hospitality have been closed for three weeks now. Bars and and uh, pubs and clubs. Um, and so, look, the reality's sinking in. It, it's this is real. This is happening. It, it does feel a little bit surreal for a lot of people. I've had a lot of people sending me emails saying, you know, this whole situation is quite surreal. It's only just sinking in. Uh, I looked at the statistics this morning, um, calls to the uh, Lifeline hotline, one three hundred number have gone up a thousand percent in the past week. Uh, they're being inundated with, uh, with phone calls from people who are suffering, <clears throat> many people for the very first time, a new sensation, a new feeling in the body, which is called anxiety. Uh, anxiety about uh, uh, uncertainty. A lot of people are fearful about whether they're going to get this virus, whether their loved ones are going to get this virus. How will they cope if they do? How will their immune system hold up? 
Uh, and, you know, this is, it's, it's, it's our reality now and it's something that most of us can't do a lot about except self-isolate and the very thing that we are doing to combat the virus's spread is causing problems of its own, which is isolation um, and, um, and emotions associated with that, which are pretty full on because human beings, as we all know, crave, we rely on, we require uh, connection. Uh, at a deep level, we go a bit <coughs> stir crazy and, and have mental challenges if we don't, which then um, uh, uh, are passed on to physical challenges and health related issues of their own just by being isolated. So what can we do about all this? You know, is it the end of the world? Are we all doomed? Absolutely not. This is the time that we need to take extreme ownership and we need to take action. And what we've seen in the past 24 hours um, or 48 hours since we launched the UMS 30-Day Challenge is a testament to the fact that people, you are ready for it. You are ready to take extreme ownership. We've had a lot of people jump on the first challenge, which is the daily meditation, 10 minutes a day, using Sam Harris's Waking Up app, just so we're all sort of on the same page. Uh, you don't have to. You can use, Some people have sort of chimed in and said that they're using the Headspace app. That's totally cool. If you're already paying for a subscription of something else that you really like, then just keep going with that. Uh, we like the Sam Harris app because he comes at meditation from a really quite fascinating approach because he's a neuroscientist um, a neuroscientist and look I'm really impressed I don't know about you Rad but I'm really impressed yeah for sure with no. the amount of people that have, have, oh, look, have jumped it's unreal. on I mean it's unreal to see how many people have jumped on but considering the percentage of the people that have jumped on out of our group that has over 1200 people I'd like to see more um, you know but it is really cool to see people taking ownership for this kind of thing and, you know, one of the things that I really hope comes out, like there is no, if we put aside and don't please, I'm going to say this because I don't want anybody saying to me, oh, you're cold hearted and you're not thinking about the human loss. I get that there is a serious tragedy to the COVID-19 virus. There is a, a loss of human life that is tragic. And that is obvious. I'm not trying to discount that, that at all. That is obviously a tragic thing. But at the same time, there's a tragic loss of life from the flu every year which so far far surpasses COVID-19 that nobody talks about ever. Uh, there's a tragic loss of life from hunger, um, you know, starvation in, in places like Africa. There's a lot of tragedy that goes on in the world. But if we, if we put that aside, the thing that I really hope that comes out of this is that I hope that, that humanity wakes up about the importance of health and mm. fitness because for too long have people made like there are so many people out there and the vast majority of people in the west when you look at the the small percentage of people that actually exercise daily and that that actively try to eat healthy food and you go out people like us we go out with friends and people make jokes about us that we won't eat um shitty food or that we won't um that you know drink more or that we exercise every day or you know why don't you live a little you know like the the classic one that you get told by people that really don't care about their health is oh, that's not living, you know, if you won't have a beer or you won't, you know, enjoy some junk food or whatever you want, that's not living. And well, look what look what's going on now, you know, the people that are that are the most, I guess you could kind of say, I guess you could kind of say, sorry, to cut you off. Uh, the the virus has exposed us, it's exposed mm. our weakness, yeah. it's exposed our yeah. fragility. And, and it is it, it, it is sad that there are people out there that are in the high risk category 
but a lot of uh, like the, one of the things like if you're if you're aged if you're an older person there's nothing you can do about that of course you're you're getting older and if that puts you in part of the high risk category yes but there are other health factors that are well within our control that put you in the risk factor of death with COVID-19 that if people had taken ownership for their health in the last decade they wouldn't be in that risk factor you know yeah um yeah it's a very tough one and 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 there is an element and you go you, you know there will be people out there that scold uh scold me for saying this or, or think lowly of me for saying this but there is an element of my thought process, and I'm just sharing. I'm just, um, I'm, I'm just being honest. That that came over me throughout this, where I thought, it's kind of, it is survival of the fittest now, and um, and I know that uh, uh, it's not. Um, uh, I'm not suggesting in any way, shape, or form that we should be changing what we're doing. But there is an element of me that feels grateful of the fact that I've put in so much work to be very fit and healthy, you know, yeah, and, yeah. And, I, and, and I feel, pri- uh, you know, privileged now yeah. to be in a position where I'm not fearful of this virus in any way, shape or form for myself personally. I'm certainly fearful of it for my loved ones because I have yeah. parents who are certainly not in shape and in, in, in a healthy state. And I wish that they had taken more action, early intervention, you know, yeah. and and they're very fearful, you know, because yeah. they're overweight and they tick all the boxes to be in a high risk category. I have friends that smoke still a lot of cigarettes. I used to smoke in my 20s and uh, and I gave that up very, very quickly, um, uh, mid 20s. And, um, you know, I do, I, fe- I fear for other people, but I don't fear for myself. I'm very, very confident that if I was to get sick, I'd have a bloody good chance of fighting this thing off. Now, I can't, I can't be 100% confident, of course, you know. Yeah. There's a couple of people that died in, in Europe over uh, either Europe or the USA yesterday, a 13-year-old kid um, and uh, a, a 19 or 18-year-old guy, and they, they showed photos of the 19-year-old, and he didn't look out of shape or anything. He certainly didn't look fit and strong, but he didn't look out of shape. So I know I'm not suggesting that it's only, only um, um, uh, affecting uh, out of shape people or overweight people or, you know, but I do know for a fact that if you are fit, healthy and strong, you have far less to be fearful of, you know. Well, that's not an opinion. That's a medical fact. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's been well, well documented and the writing's been on the wall for a very long time that if you focus on being in, in, a, in a healthy weight, having a decent amount of lean muscle on you um, and you exercise regularly so your cardiovascular system um, is healthy and you, you know, reduce the crap foods that, you know, increase your triglyceride level and, you know, increased calcification of your arteries and things like that, that if you reduce all that stuff, you have a much higher chance of surviving any kind of health concerns. So, yeah, I, I hope that by that when we come out of this, that at the end of it, that, that people are going to stop resting on this laurel of, oh, I don't care about being... You know, you know, in shape. Well, there hasn't been a reason. I was saying this to Richard the other day. There hasn't been a reason to really prioritize health other than how good you look and how much you appeal to the people you want to look sexy to for a long time. Well, that's what the biggest problem in the fitness industry is. And that's what you and I and Richard are are battling to change. You know, our old slogan was that health is not about the way you look. It's about the way you feel and you perform. And um, that, it, that's so true. And that, that's what the health and fitness industry has been preying on for so long. It's always been this image-driven industry where it's about, you know, bodybuilding the way you look or aerobics, you know, the way you look or, you know. 
Um, and it's, it shouldn't be. It should be about um, your your health, your strength, your ability. I mean, even this idea that, you know, people say, oh, why are you concerned about building muscle? Um, you know, you already look good. And that's a, it's just a complete misunderstanding of what happens when we age, yeah. you know. And you, as you age, you start your muscle starts to deteriorate and you get to a point where it's very, very hard to build muscle. You either use it or you lose it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you're, and, and people, think, people, people think that muscle is a thing. I'm, I was victim to this. You know, it was only until recently that I adopted this mindset that I need to build as much muscle as possible because I had this um, mentality that building muscle was just for people that were arrogant and wanted to look good. But it's not because the muscle that you have on your body dictates your quality of life. It dictates how well you can move and how strong you I are. I love um, a recent book that Rad and I read. Every year we kick off and we're going to talk about a book that we're recommending for all you guys today. We should have said that earlier. The next step, the next challenge to the uh, challenge where we're going to uh, give you a hint on. It's not going to start till next Monday, but some of you will need a bit of time to get organized for this one. Um, is we're going to be giving you a book recommendation to start reading as of next week. Uh, but one of the great books that we read this year, I like to kick the year off every year in January with a real sort of mindset book. You know, well, hang on, are we going to wait till next week before we announce it? I know no, that we'll was... announce it today so they've got time to go out and buy it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Um, uh, is um, uh, The Obstacle is the Way. And um, I think I've got the book up there. Can you, yeah, Richie, can you grab me The Obstacle is the Way, the purple one at the top? It's Ryan Holiday. It's up the top, mate, on the top of all the books, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you can see that, this isn't the book we're recommending, but it's a real good book. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great, I was like, that's not the book we spoke about. Are we uh, going to tell them the book that we are going to recommend? In a sec, now? in a sec. Yeah. Ryan Holiday um, talks about the fact that when you exercise in the gym, you're not exercising uh, just to look good. You're exercising to, uh, because of the way it makes your body re react and respond. When you're training for strength in the gym, you're not just training. You're not just training to be able to do a heavy bench press. You're training because you become powerful, powerful in 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 mind, body, and health, in immunity. When you train every day, mm. and and it's about becoming unstoppable. You know, uh, and that's what everyone needs to, to, to rise up and do. And I hope collectively as a community that this reckoning that we're facing right now, which is what it is, you know, it's, it's kicking us in the butt right now and it's making us take a real look at way, the way we behave, what we see as important, what we prioritise, how we respond, how we react, um, how we live, you know. It's a reckoning. I hope that the silver lining out of this is that we start to take more more responsibility for how healthy we are and and how we behave and how we connect with people and 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 all of that sort of thing and the first thing that you can do the very first thing that you can do to take extreme ownership is to strengthen yourself strengthen your mind strengthen your body and strengthen your health your immunity and, uh, you know, um, Chris Jones has chimed in here and said, it's immunity or death without sounding irresponsible, something is going to kill you. And that's absolutely right, you know. Mm. And, uh, you know, I hope that we all live to a nice ripe old age and die of natural causes. But, um, you know, the reality is that we've had it easy. There hasn't been a reason to strengthen ourselves, strengthen our spirit, strengthen our confidence, strengthen our mind, other than just peacocking to people, 
you know, trying to appear a certain way to people, but you didn't really need to be strong inside. Uh, you just had to look strong on social media, you know, or whatever. You know, since, since people were conscripted to go to wars in the Vietnam War and before that in the World Wars and before that we had, you know, it was, we had to fight to survive back hundreds of years ago, thousands of years ago. But all of that changed. And in the last couple of hundred years, you know, you could kind of... I mean, oh, the last 150 years. The last 150 years, maybe, or <laughs> even the last 60 years since the Vietnam War, because Vietnam War, we, we were conscripted to, and there still are countries around the world where you have to go and, and do service in the military and things like that. Uh, we don't, we certainly don't in Australia. We've got it very easy here. And I'm not suggesting to go back to that or anything. I'm just saying... We haven't had a good reason to fight for a while. We haven't had a, a, a real reason other than just to peacock to other people, to, to go to the gym every day or to build yourself a home gym and, and train for strength. You know, not just strength in the way we look, but strength in the way we behave, strength in the way we feel, strength in the way we present to other people, strength in our immune system, you know. And I'm really, you know... Uh, um, uh, I, I'm, I, I'm proud to say that I'm excited about that possibility. I'm excited mm. at, to see how the world responds, how humanity responds to this. You well, know? I hope there's a response because for a long time, you know, being the, having the level of um, health and fitness that people like you and I have, we've been um, ostracized for it, you know. Like I, people say to me, I, I, I get this said to me several times a year sometimes sometimes more than that people say oh god you look so skinny and i think what i, I look skinny <laughs> some I, I get sometimes people say to me are you eating enough are, yeah. you, are you eating enough food? like they look at me like i've like maybe i'm dieting or i'm trying to look thin and i and i it, i just go what like if you saw how much food i consume it would it would sicken most people like the size of my meals and the amount of food that i eat but you know, to say that I look skinny, it, that, it, that's just ridiculous. It's, it's insane. Like when, it, when I've, I get my bloods tested regularly, my BMI, which is just such a stupid number anyway, my BMI says that I'm actually overweight. Yeah, well, it's a use. BMI is a very useful number for someone that's untrained. Yeah, yeah fair it, enough. It, it, but if you're you, trained, you, I mean, you my discard B, it got, if you're a trained individual. Yeah, when I got my BMI done last at the doctor, they said, "Oh, you actually need to lose a little bit of weight to be in the healthy BMI range." But you know, when I've had my DEXA scan done, I'm, I'm always at about ten percent body fat, and that is absolutely not skinny. That's a very healthy weight for a man, yeah. you know. Yeah. But yeah, there's this, um, you know, people that are people that are healthy and fit at least in Australia, are the rarity. Yep. You know, you're the, you're the person that stands out in the crowd that's um, a little bit different to everybody else. Yep. And um, when, you're in the, the, when you're in the right s s group of people standing around having a beer, people make fun of you. Yeah. People make fun of you for being healthy and fit. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know? Now, the, the, the press that I... I mean, I've, my, my, ex my reasons for exercising have been about survival my whole life. It's been about uh, managing and working through... Um, feelings of depression and anxiety and exercise is the number one best cure for that. Uh, so it has been very much about survival for me and I've always approached exercise, I guess, um, uh, from that angle, you know. But now everybody has a good reason to exercise. Mm. Everybody does. It mm. is about survival of the fittest and it's 
become abundantly clear, you know, if we listen to Bill Gates back in 2015 when he did his TED talk, he tried to warn us that the biggest concern for humanity wasn't the next world war or a nuclear holocaust. It is the virus and it is our health. Mm. Uh, and mm. now we know, now we've seen firsthand that it absolutely is. It's grinded the global economy to a halt. It's destroyed millions of livelihoods. It's killing hundreds of thousands, well, thousands of people. Is it hundreds yeah, of thousands of people? Of th tens of thousands. Tens of thousands of people. Uh, I could be wrong. We should probably f uh, fact check those figures. Um, and it's now abundantly clear that it's, we've been saying this for years, Exercise is not, uh, it's not a choice. Daily exercise should not be considered a choice. It's an absolute um, necessity, mm. you know? Mm. And the very fact that our entire um, global economy has to be shut down to protect us because of our fragility, I think is a problem. Like we need to look at that and we need to think, well, shit, like- well, Buddha, um, um, not Buddha, um, the Dalai Lama said it really well. He said, the insanity of man is that they give up their health for wealth and then they give up their wealth for health yeah. when they get older, you know? And it, the, we have to find a balance. You have to find a, you know, in the working world- I, I, I think, fuck that. I think, fuck balance here. Money is not more important than your health. Mm. Yeah. The balance yeah, needs to are, shift yeah. to a fucking imbalance where yeah. everyone is prioritizing health over wealth. Yeah. You know, Rad and I could go out and earn a shitload more money, you know, doing uh, a, a different job um, th th than we do not now. Even, not even doing a different job. We made a, we made a conscious choice Ye years ago when we opened Unity Gym. We said, do we want to be a weight loss gym like all of the other ones that prey on body image issues and make a lot of money? And we said, no, we don't. We want to be a gym that really truly helps people to and, transform and for those, their lives. And for those of you who, who are, are, are wanting to know, uh, you know, you, I know it's often from an outset, you look at people who run a business and go, oh, they must make so much money. Unity gyms run basically like a not-for-profit. Not one year out of seven years in operation have we taken a profit out of this gym. And we don't pay ourselves exorbitant wages. We've made a choice that we want to deliver quality over quantity. So we don't sell thousands of memberships. We sell maybe 100 or 150 memberships so that we make sure that every person that steps in the door gets the workout we would get on a daily basis. Uh, unlike other um, gyms that sort of just sell the 24-hour model of thousands and thousands of memberships and don't really care how many people need to try and squeeze into that premise, you know. Now, we made a choice to do that, you know, and, and we could do other things. But for us, it's not about making stacks of cash. It's about building a community and a tribe and everyone um, are becoming superhuman, you know. Listen, we're, we're running out of time and there's people that are going to leave this show because they have to get to work and we haven't told them what, what our book is yet. So we're going to, let's wrap this up because we could talk about this forever. It's a passionate topic for Yanni and me, but the book that we're going to be getting everybody to start reading and, and what we're going to be adding on to the morning ritual next week um, is a book called Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink and Leif Babin. It's a phenomenal book and it is all about taking extreme ownership for your entire life, every situation, your work, your health, everything. Um, and it's, a, it's something that um, few people ever do, but uh, all of the most successful people in the world take extreme ownership it, for their it's, situation. It's a, con it's a consistency among people who achieve what they're trying to achieve is that mm. they take ownership of everything in their life. And 
It's a it's a skill, I believe. It's a it's a mastery oh, it's, skill. It is a yeah. skill. It's, it's a skill something that you have, that you have, you have to, to cultivate on. and you have to work on it because it's, like anything. it's tough. It's a t- it's a tough thing to take ownership of everything that's going on in your life. Now, um, I would like to. I'll bring my copy of the book in tomorrow so I can show you live. And we just wanted to announce it today because I know some of you will use Audible, and like the boys do, they listen to the books on Audible, which is a great way of digesting uh, co- uh, content. That's how I started. I now like to read the physical book, and I, you know, I read probably a book a month. That's my target or goal. Sometimes uh, more if it's not a very big book. The um, obstacle is the way. It only took me a few weeks to read. Um, I, but I, I go through and I, I, I highlight like lots of stuff, you know, I make notes, I, te- I, I destroy my book, you can't really see Jesus, it's not a very good example. Anyway, there's lots of little highlighted passages in there that I, um, that I like to write down quotes and things that I'll use. Uh, everything that I say motivational um, in when I'm coaching people comes from the books that I read and the things that I listen to, you know, I don't Mine's make, all original. I don't make any of it up, you I know, it's all, I'm plagiarizing what other people say all the time. Uh, but that's the beauty of it. You know, we, we, we want to sort of do that sort of thing. Anyway, um, uh, so Extreme Ownership by uh, Jocko Willink and Leif Babin. It's a fantastic read. It's a great book. Anyone who's got military experience will love it. People that don't like the military or uh, what's it called when you're a pacifist? Pacifist. Yeah. Uh, you might find it a little bit challenging because it's written by a couple of army... Navy SEALs. Navy yeah. SEALs, but you know. But don't, don't let that stop you. Um, the message the is message still is beautiful. crystal clear yeah. and it's very, very important. All right, let's wrap this up, Yanni. We've got to try yep. and keep these shows to Shout out to Biwa. Uh, thank you. 40-odd thousand deaths from COVID-19. Uh, Mike Scully, um, breaking out of social conditioning that feeds the ego and makes the big dollars and shifting towards true self-love. Absolutely. Amen, my guy. Uh, thanks, everyone, who joined us on the live stream. Uh, I am very, very excited to see where this sort of goes, if we can get more people. I want to get more people on this live stream, uh, more people from the group taking action, and certainly more people from our community taking extreme ownership of their life. Uh, That's the only way forward, guys. We'll see you tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. for the Friday workout. I know it's going to be Thursday for those of you in the U.S. Uh, And, uh, yeah, I hope to um i hope to connect with lots more of you in the coming weeks take care see you later health is about performance not just body image you better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there we'll start focusing on movement goals strength goals flexibility goals when you nail that skill it's there forever the body image goal doesn't get you that it's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there it's not the intensity There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. The gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.